Chagiga Tetam Bet, grow beyond edutainment, Ben Ovedelokim, La Sherlo Avado. You know our tendency to move on to the next thing as quickly as we can once we finish the first thing. If the task that we're doing, the moment it's over, we're on to the next one. If we're reading a book, the moment we finish the book, we're on to the next one. And even when we're learning Torah, uh, we finished the daf of Gomorrah and we're on to the next daf, returning the pages. And that's fine for covering ground, but it doesn't really do a whole lot for the interior development of the human being. A person develops in, in his interiority or her interiority uh, when he plums the depths of what he's reflecting about, when he allows what he's learning to envelop him, to completely absorb him, and for him to spend time deeply reflecting on the meaning of what he's learning, not just the content of what he's learning. And so the Gemara reports a very interesting conversation between Bar Haihai and Hillel. Uh, Bar Haihai was a Talmud of Hillel. He was a student of Hillel. He was, in fact, a convert. We don't know an awful lot about him. We'll learn a little bit today. And he's discussing with, with Hillel a, a verse in Malachi, which brings Hillel to explain to Bar Haihai that there is a difference between two individuals, both of them tzaddikim gemurim, both of them absolutely righteous people. The only difference being that one, when he's finished studying a piece of Torah a hundred times, moves on to the next piece. And the other, after having studied a piece of Torah a hundred times, learns it still a hundred and one times before he moves on. And Rashi explains that at the end of the day, even though they're both tzaddikim, the fact is they haven't served Hashem equally. We'll need to understand what Rashi means by that. The, the one who's studied 101 times instead of 100 times has done more and therefore is a different person, is a person on a higher level of being Oved Hashem, of serving Hashem, of being God-fearing. Uh, the Ben Haihai doesn't accept that initially and he challenges Hillel further and says, really? That one time makes such a difference? Oh, yes, says Hillel, and I'll give you an example from the business world. And he gives an example that's current in their business world, but I'll give you a more, a more current example that is a parallel to Hillel's example that applies in our world. Uh, and the example is something like, compare the price of a diamond that is 0.95 carats with a diamond that is 1.1 carats. The difference in carriage is not very much in terms of weight, of how much mass of diamond there is. But the difference in value is not a, an arithmetic proportion of the difference in weight. The difference in value and the difference in price are not correlated. Because once you go over that one carat level, or again, when you get to the two carat level, it's a different object. It's not, one doesn't use the same methods of valuation for a diamond that is over a carat and a diamond that is under a carat. And so one doesn't use the same methods to evaluate somebody who learns a hundred times the same piece of Gomorrah to one who learns a hundred and one times. It's a little bit like compound interest. You, you can put money away on compound interest and when it's been invested for five years or 10 years, that 10th year is not just an addition of an extra amount of interest. That 10th year multiplies all the other years, all the nine years that preceded it, are multiplied in the value of the tenth year. The tenth year is not a tenth of the total. The tenth year takes it into a completely different level. 
as does that 101st time. It's not just I've learned it one more time. That 101st time clarifies and improves and deepens all the other 100 times that we've studied the Torah. But it's even more than that because the Nitziv explains that the inner place from which you're driven that 101st time is a different one from the inner place you're driven when you're learning the 100 times. The 100 times, he says, is normal academic effort. You're trying to remember something. You want to know something. You don't want to forget it. So you study it 100 times. But when you've got that, you've already studied it 100 times, and you know that you're never going to forget it again, to continue studying and to learn once more is because you're in love with Torah. It's because this piece of Torah is so valuable to you, is so meaningful to you. You've gained so much from it. You don't want to let it go. You don't want to leave it. It's interesting. It's said that the Vilna Gorn, when he used to test a prospective Talmud, somebody who wanted to study with him, one of the exercises he used to give the person was to repeat, a, to, to review a piece of Gomorrah over and over and over again. And he observed the student to see if the more he repeated and revised the piece of Gomorrah, the more excited he got or the less excited he got. And if his level of excitement started diminishing with each repetition, the Vilna Gaon didn't take him as a student. But if each repetition gave him more excitement, because he was getting deeper, he was going further, and he was appreciating it more and more, that was the kind of student that the Vilna Gaon got, uh, wanted. And so the Nitziv says, the person who once he's mastered the material a hundred times, that's the number for total mastery. He's got the, ma he's mastered it, he's got it, he will remember it for the rest of his life. And and he still carries on learning. That's Rak Mishum Ahavata Torah. He's learning because of his love of the Torah, not because of his desire to know the Torah or remember it. Vezehu Avodat Elohim. And this is really serving God. So not only does that extra time, that 101st time, add a compound component to everything that's been learned before, but that 101st time is in itself a different quality of learning, as the Nitziv explains. But it goes one step further. If we look at something that Ben-Haha teaches us, the same person in Pirkei Avot, at the end of the, of the fifth period of Pirkei Avot, he says such a simple and almost simplistic thing, a, a comment that is so straightforward and yet so important, lefum tsara igra, a phrase that we use often, and we don't always realize where it comes from. It's from Ben-Haha, and it means that the rewards for anything one does is in accordance with the effort one has invested into that. The Rambam and the Perisha Mishnayis explains that it's not talking necessarily about anything, although it probably applies to just about everything, but this is particularly talking about Torah. According to the level of your effort exerted and invested in Torah, that will be what you get out of it. That will be your returns on that investment, the reward on that investment. And then the Rambam goes further and says something quite scary. What you're studying, if it isn't studied with toil and effort and deep application and awe for the person teaching you so that you're receiving the Torah from a place of awe and wonder and, and enormous respect, if that isn't present, it won't last. The Torah that one has learned doesn't affect one. It doesn't change one. It doesn't last with one. It's necessary to be that invested in the process of learning. Aval the Rambam goes on, Limud hasha'ashua v'hanachat, 
learning in a way that is comfortable and easy and passive, that kind of studying, that kind of learning doesn't really last. And it's important here to appreciate the difference between uh, what in, in the uh, areas of, of motivational speakers they talk about as edutainment and education. Edutainment is your primary function is to give people a good time to and make them enjoy what they're doing and to hope that something rubs off and they get some benefit from it as well. Education is where you want your Talmud, in this case, not just a passive audience, to be active, to be engrossed, to be engaged, to apply, to make a sacrifice, to give up time. Uh, it's not just about sitting back and being edutained, so to say. And it's something that, that uh, teachers of Torah have to make a decision about. Am I in the business of entertaining people by teaching them in the hope that some of it rubs off? And of course it does. Being entertained by Torah is much better than being entertained by anything else. Being entertained by Torah, by a shiur, which is entertaining and lively and really interesting to people, uh, at least one's connected to, to, to Torah and something rubs off and one learns certain things and knows certain things, but it's not something that will be yitzkayim, says the Rambam, that is really going to live inside you and transform you as a human being. For that, there needs to be an, an investment of enormous energy and effort into the understanding of the deep ideas of, of Torah. Rabbi Nochem Rabinovich, who passed away recently, was the Rosh Yeshiva of Malia Dumim, uh, points out the, the, the word shoneh, that the Gemara doesn't say that there's no comparison between one's, one who revises his Gemara 100 times or reviews it 101 times. The word shoneh from the word Mishnah means he studies. That means that he learns that 101st time with as much excitement and energy and effort and thought and depth as he did the other 100 times. It's not just, a again, a passive light review. It's done with that active energy. And, and that has to be each of the 100 times, including the 101st time. That's what makes the difference, not just a cursory glance of the material to try and refresh your memory as to what it actually says there, but learning it again from, from scratch. I remember learning with Marosh Yeshiva Rebellion Mishkovsky, and if we were learning Gemara and, and Rashi, that, that he had learned and given Shirim on countless times. He had already been a Rosh Yeshiva for many, many years taught the Masechta many, many times. That very week, he taught that piece of Gomorrah many, many times. And we would sit down. I had the honor of being able to learn with him in, in a Chavrusa. Uh, and in that process, he would open up the Gomorrah and start reading it like a child who's never seen it before. Uh, and that was the way every review, every time he learned the Gemara, was tackling it from the beginning. That's Shoneh Pirko Me'avechad. That's learning the Perik 101 101 times. Um, the, the comment of, of Rabbi Nochem Rabinovich is interesting because in, in my own experience and background, uh, I do connect him with the difference between education and entertainment. It was interesting. Many, many years ago, I was a very young child. My father met this young mathematician and brilliant Talmud Chochem, who was Rabbi Nochem Rabinovich. And they had, had spent time in Yerushalayim. And uh, Rabbi Nochem Rabinovich was in Yerushalayim on, on, on the sabbatical from his position at university in America. He was incredibly impressed with him and eventually arranged for him to come over to, to South Africa to, uh, to on a speaking tour and a visit. And one of the things that he did was he gave a shear at the Yeshiva College where I was studying in high school. And his shear was pretty ordinary. And I remember saying to my father, I was, you, you built this man up and he, it was really, really pretty ordinary. And so it was interesting. It was, it, was, it was entertaining, but it wasn't education. It didn't change my life. And my father said, let's go and, and visit him and you tell him that. 
And literally he found Nachum Rabinovitz on the spot, got into the car with me, and we went to his hotel, and he asked me to tell the great Nachum Rabinovitz that his shear wasn't what, what I'd hoped for and expected. Nachum Rabinovitz was amazing, thanked me, said it was amazing. He said, if I can arrange for him to be invited back, he'll give another shear, uh, which I did. He was invited back, of course, and he gave the most incredible shear. That was life, life-changing. And I realized then the difference between edutainment and, and education. That first shear was fine. It was entertaining. Everybody loved it. But it wasn't life-changing. The second shear, although not everybody understood it, I probably didn't understand all of it. It, did, it didn't matter. You knew you were being exposed to something great by someone great. And whatever you were able to grasp, you were getting the real thing and you were getting the depth of it. And that's what we're learning here in this conversation between Bar Haihai and, and Hillel, that there is no comparison between the person, a tzaddik, a righteous, wonderful person who learns passively and one who exerts enormous effort uh, to come to a shear, to be regular with his shear, to review the Gemara, to reflect on the Gemara, to take it as deeply as he can. There's no different. There's, there's an enormous difference between them. No comparison. One is called an Oved Elohim. One is called a servant of Hashem, and the one is called Asher Lo Avado. One who has is a tzaddik, but hasn't really served Hashem. And this is an opportunity for us each to. Uh, turn, us, uh, turn our way a little bit and, and to try and make a commitment to the Torah that we learn, if it's once a week or once a day or five hours a day, it doesn't matter. Whatever we're learning, to learn it with application, with energy, with meaning, and with depth.